0: Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright.
1: Oh, well, and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you are. Not hearing elsewhere. We'd like to welcome, as our guest for the very first time, Adam Kaufman, co-founder and managing director of Arbor Crowd. They offer commercial, multifamily, institutional quality real estate investment opportunities to accredited investors. Adam, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio.
0: Charlie, thank you for having me today.
1: So, Adam, um, you guys are part of the Arbor family of companies, which uh, includes publicly traded REIT, Arbor Realty Trust, and uh, you guys are a mortgage REIT. And In uh, 2016, you created Arbor Crowd to give investment opportunities to accredited investors online to invest in projects alongside sponsors and Arbor Crowd. So give us a little of your and the Arbor family of uh, uh, funds uh, background, will you?
0: Yeah, Charlie, so like you said, we are the newest member, Arbor Crowd being we, is the newest member of the Arbor family of, tr- of companies, uh, most notably Arbor Realty Trust, which is a publicly traded uh, real estate investment trust and leading lender in the country. They've been around for m- over 30 years. Um, Ivan Kaufman, um, who runs the Arbor Realty Trust. He's the chairman and CEO, um, is also the CEO of Arbor Crowd. So we share the same leadership team and we're part of the Arbor family of companies, which for us is a very positive and beneficial thing to have in the space because that gives us access to our extensive network that we've cultivated over the past 30 years.
1: Okay, so tell us a little about the the synergy between these two companies and uh, how you guys created it and how it works.
0: So they are separate and wholly individual companies. The synergy is that we share the same leadership And we are able to tap into, as you know, real estate is a relationship-based business. So we're able to tap into the relationships that we've cultivated through Arbor Realty Trust and the Arbor family of companies for over 30 years and bring institutional quality commercial real estate investment opportunities to the crowd for the first time. And we're the only company that currently does so. Um, So in essence... We don't, have, we don't have to go out and source investors and also quality deals. We have the quality deals lined up on our desk that we're able to analyze and see and be a part of every day and now open that opportunity up to crowdfunding through Arbor Crowd.
1: Okay. And uh, so, so, so let's see if I understand this. So um, uh, Arbor Realty Trust, ABR, with which I am very, very familiar, I have been for some time. You guys are out doing mortgage REITs. and as a result of that, you have this great network that feeds you information about uh, multifamily and other types of uh, developments. And so you've said, let's take this and let's take the, the the let's cherry pick the best of the best, and let's make these projects available to. Investors, Because right now we're doing mortgage rates, but we're not making them available to investors. Investors need to be accredited investors. And so you make these available. This information is available online. This was possible, I presume, because of the JOBS Act of 2012. And so that's what you guys are doing. Is that a basically accurate description here?
0: That, that's very accurate. What we're basically doing is offering, we have an extensive network of borrowers who have been coming to Arbor Realty Trust for many, many years, and we're able to exactly like you said, cherry pick the best deals and the best borrowers in the best areas to basically offer additional equity to our borrowers through the crowd and offer to the crowd investors for the first time an ability for them to partner up with these experienced sponsors in local areas with proven business this plan and improving track records um, that they previously couldn't do prior to the Jobs Act because you couldn't invest in commercial real estate because there was a ban on general solicitation. And now for the first time, you can do that.
1: And so uh, let's talk a little about the geography of your projects. I've been online. I saw them in Alabama. I saw them in Mississippi. Um, I, I saw them in uh, Brooklyn, etc. What are the kinds of projects you're really focusing on and, and trying to get involved in?
0: We primarily focus on um, multifamily properties and workforce housing across the country in secondary and tertiary markets. And we typically look for properties that have a value-add strategy So we're going into a property and we're creating additional value um, through renovations, exterior and interior, and improving management if necessary um, to create more value upon a sale. So the typical deal can be anywhere in the United States in a secondary or tertiary market um, where we see tremendous upside. (laughs) Through our extensive network in the Arbor family of companies um, to offer equity investments to the crowd. Um, and this, you know. It- it's bread and butter of the industry, so so be it. You know, you're not looking at glamorous uh, new office space or glamorous, uh, you know, new residential uh, buildings being made available that are, are Class A properties in New York City. You're really looking for, you know, the workforce, bread and butter of America, uh, of America, you know, and where people need to live at the end of the day. And why I point this out is because many people who are coming to us through crowdfunding and learning that they can invest in real estate for the first time. Time, they need to understand that workforce housing is typically the most resilient in a downward cycle in real estate because the most. People at the end of the day, the majority of the market needs a place to live. So it's not the fancy luxury apartments that are the first to go, or potential office space that's the first to go, or, or fancy retail shops. This is the bread and butter of the industry. So,
1: so tell us. Uh, let's define the role here because many of us uh, can be confused here. What's the role that Arbor Crowd plays? What's the role that the sponsor or the developer or you know whoever's borrowing the money plays? And then what's the role that the investor plays?
0: So ArborCraft basically opens the door to invite investors in to invest and really co-invest with sponsors in transactions. So we do this in a very unique way that you will not see um, elsewhere in the industry, which a lot of our investors and sponsors, uh, frankly, feel a great sense of confidence in. What we do is we go and we approach um, sponsors that we've known for many, many years who have expertise in certain areas in certain regions and certain um, value-add And we look at their transactions, and we underwrite them based on our own knowledge and expertise, and we say we're willing to write you a check between 2 and $6 million today to close on the transaction that we can partner up with you. So we require that the sponsors are also putting a significant amount of his or her own equity into the transaction. And then we go and market this to the crowd to come in post-closing and fill the deal. And this is really important for two reasons. One, that the deal is closed, it's secured. So if you're at the table closing, we don't have to say to the sponsors, "Oh, wait a minute, let, we have to go raise that money." And if we fail to do so, then we fail to close. Um, and two, investors can also really feel uh, that if they're investing, at the end of the day, the investment will go through because the money, our money, was put on the line. And that sense of secu- that that offers our investors a great sense of security that we're putting our money on the line before presenting to them the the, the investment opportunity. Additionally, it really gives us a leg up in that we can present our investors with the greatest amount of transparency in the industry. And why do I feel so confident in saying that? Because when we close on a transaction, we put together extensive offering overviews and private placement memorandums and executive summaries on the property, on the investment opportunity so that investors can make the investment decision of their own. And these materials consist of the same materials that we looked at to underwrite and feel confident enough to invest and put our own money on the line in closing these transactions. So we are, have really built more than just a, you know, a, a way for people to invest in commercial real estate, but we've built a community of investors who are now becoming more educated and can make investment decisions for themselves in commercial real estate, which they previously had no access to or may have been unfamiliar with altogether. And that's where we think we stand out in that level of transparency.
1: So Adam, a question here, two to six million dollars for a multifamily project is not a lot of money. I mean, is, are these typically, you know, what percentage of the total deal are, are they typically?
0: We can range from 15% of the equity all the way up to 50% or 49% of the equity. We're focusing in on transaction um, sizes between 20 and 70 million today. And that's just because that's where we are in terms of the growth of our company and the checks that we're comfortable writing today per transaction. So that will grow over time. But most importantly, it comes down to the partnership and the equity available because a lot of the people that are coming to the crowd for additional equity, they either are just doing so because they don't want to line up you know an additional maybe family or friend that would put in 2 4 or or $6 million, right, and they're saying, oh, well, if you can take that burden off me and you can write that check up front, that's great. I can do my day-to-day work and not have to fundraise, essentially, right? So these transactions really vary in the percentage of equity that we're offering through the crowd based on the sponsor's need for additional equity and based on also the strength of the deal and the check that we're willing to write.
1: So what are the protections available to the investor?
0: You know, it depends on the deal because we outline you know the different risks um, in real estate investment across the board, and that risk really is applies to everybody. And why do I say that? Because. If you think about it, if we're putting our money on the line on day one, and you know we have cultivated over thirty years of experience, and we've been in the industry, we're not a technology company, right? We're a real estate company that's opening our doors and using technology to, to uh, in the crowdfunding space. So, if we're putting our money on the line, you have to understand that we've. Analyze the risks ourselves to put our money on the line to then go into it So it varies per deal and like any other and like any other investment opportunity, you know There's no promise. There's no guarantee, but we feel very secure in that the way we're uh, with the way our business model works and the types of investment opportunities that we're presenting to the crowd are Traditionally known to be way more secure or much more secure than other investment opportunities that are out there and for the first time, real estate, particularly multifamily and workforce housing across the United States, is something that's a very attractive investment to many people.
1: So, Adam, uh, you know, this all uh, sounds very good. Uh, what misperceptions do you see by, by investors and advisors that you work with uh, that they have that, that where you understand things that they don't?
0: The most common misperception in the industry is that all crowdfunding companies are essentially the same. They're not at all. Not only are Crowdfunding companies not the same, but there are different models that exist out there and different nuances in the models that are actually hard to detect for the discerning eye online. So first and foremost, many of the technology companies, many of the crowdfunding companies out there are technology companies. They're not real estate companies. They understood that when the Jobs Act was passed, technology was the end-all be-all to attracting new investors and attracting real estate and bringing the two online together. But in reality, it comes down to the product. So there are very few actual real estate companies that are using technology to bring crowdfunding um, to 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 the deals the way that we are. So discerning between wh- who is a technology company and who is a real estate company is really important, and the different models out there are really important to understand as well because that provides a different level of transparency. So there's a fund model that has come into existence to solve for the lack of ability to close on deals and front the capital. And basically, it's not all that dissimilar to a non-publicly traded REIT, in that these models look to raise up to $50 million in a 12-month period of time. And they pool in, uh, investors' money across from anybody and everybody. and. Ultimately, they then take that capital and they go and invest in a certain strategy or business plan that they outline in one or two pages, maybe, uh, when they're they're raising the money from, from investors online. That's really dangerous for people because there's very little insight, especially for people who've never invested in real estate before. Um, Who are putting their money on the line for the first time without any level of transparency. And that's why we operate on a deal by deal level. It's called the 506C Regulation D um, model. And that's we choose one deal at a time where we seek to raise equity and we present each deal with a great level of transparency so that investors can make the investment decisions on their own, understand how they want to diversify their portfolio, if this deal makes sense for them. Every deal is different and has different return structures, um, different cash-on-cash, cash, different IRs, different risks, and it should be, at the end of the day, up to the investors to make those investment decisions with the amount of knowledge and transparency that's given to them. So. To to really come back to it, it's who are you doing business with? Is it a technology company or is it a real estate company? And what's the level of transparency that you have into what you're investing in and who are you partnering with? Those are really important things that are, are, are hard to really analyze unless you really can dive in and dig deep. And it's up to the companies to give you that ability to do so.
1: So, obviously, you, you folks are not operating just as brokers, saying, hey, here here are these real estate deals. Which one do you want? Number one, uh, you, you, you're part of the deal. You're dealing with people that you know. But also, you are just presenting one at a time, as you mentioned, correct? One project at a time.
0: Correct. We, are, we present one at a time. And that's a model we've chosen because of the level of transparency, but also because of where we are today in the real estate cycle. A lot of crowdfunding companies out there, especially the ones that are technology-first companies, are trying to show growth and momentum. Some of them are even creating marketplaces where they're posting many deals, and they're just the intermediaries. And... What's happening is they lack the experience to understand where the market's at today and what's going to happen ultimately when the life cycle of these transactions pans out. So if a deal is the life cycle of a deal is projected between three and five years, we're very newly in that deal to understand what's going to happen and where the market's going to be in three, four, five years from now to understand if they made the right decision. And we know as a real estate company what's happening in the market today. We know that people are overpaying. It's really hard to find quality Quality investment opportunities right now so we're very careful in how we select our transactions and we do so one at a time and we do not just have a deal on our site to invest in at all times if we don't think the quality is there we're building a long-term business and we're putting our money on the line and we focus on quality and we rely on our expertise in the in the industry to present this quality and find it and put it online for investors to find and invest in themselves
1: So whom do you find are the most interested people in this? Do you work with institutions? Are they investment advisors? Are they just individual accredited investors? Uh, Are they family offices? Who's interested and, and who are becoming clients
0: of yours? You know, that's a great question and it really varies. And let me give you a few examples just to show how much it varies. So we do have investment advisors who invest themselves or on behalf of some of their investors. We do have people who invest through self-directed IRAs. But we also have individuals from all over the country who hear a podcast like today or read an article or see an advertisement to come in and they join our community. So for example, you know, we recently had an investor and she has four kids, and unfortunately, her husband passed away. And she came into some money from, from, from his life insurance policy, and she wanted to build security for the future of her children and sending them to college, paying for weddings, etc. And And she, she's a commercial real estate broker, so she has some level of familiarity with, with real estate, but she's never really invested in a real estate transaction before. She came to us for the first time and invested some of the life insurance money to build wealth and build a future for her and her kids. We have people that come to us individually like that all the way to somebody in the Midwest maybe who, you know, works on a farm and is, 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 is really busy on the day-to-day level but has some supplemental income that, that he or she would like to invest and put aside for the future. And they're able to do so for the first time and have direct ownership on a property level. They can see, feel, and touch. They can even visit the property. We offer property tours to our investors if they'd like them um, to be a part of it. And that's why we think crowdfunding is the future and why As an institution, we decided to start Arbor Crowd because we understood that for the first time there's this whole new class of investors, no matter how you get to us or how you get to Arbor Crowd, whether it's through your financial advisor, whether it's through your self-directed IRA, or whether you're just an individual doing some research online and you see an advertisement or hear from a friend, this is for everybody, and that's why we think it's the future.
1: So tell us here a question we often ask our guests here, Adam. Um, What's the best advice that you ever heard, read, or received about investing?
0: For me, it's who you're doing business with. And if if I needed the materials to understand and make the decision on my own, are they accessible to me? If they're not and you're relying on somebody else's word, don't make the investment because somebody's word is not good enough. You should be able to make the the decision for yourself with the materials at hand.
1: Excellent, excellent recommendation and advice there. And you know we've asked that question many times and we haven't really had that kind of an answer before. And and we appreciate it because uh, it, it's so very very important. The question we ask all of our guests: What keeps you awake at night, Adam?
0: For us, it's it, it, it's it's really. Being out in the market and looking at the different transactions posted on different sites that we've passed on and ultimately the investors that will be hurt by that and the industry as a whole, when we think that the industry is the future, And it will bring such a great source of capital to the commercial real estate market. So we don't want a bad name. We don't want investors to get hurt. So when we see other platforms that post deals that we've passed on or deals that just simply don't make sense, we get worried. And that keeps me up at night because I, 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 I don't want investors to get hurt and I don't want the industry to get a bad name.
1: No question about it. Nobody wants either one of those things, and and I can certainly understand what you're saying. The last question: What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners?
0: Uh, that's a that's a that's a great um, question. I mean, a book on investing. Um, me, I'm in. I'm I'm an autobiography person. I like to read how people build things. Um and. I actually consume a lot of content through podcasts like this, so to move to you know, where, where I consume my co- podcast, I listen to a lot of NPRs, How I Built This. Um, I think that that shows great stories and potentials of how different people have found success in his or her own careers, um, and have basically explained how they've built things um, and how they invest, and learning how their mindsets work, I think, is, 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 uh, is really interesting.
1: Hey, that is a great point. We appreciate the plug on podcasting here. So, uh, for those who would like to know more, Adam, your website and contact information.
0: You can visit us at arborcrowd.com. We also uh, Arbor Crowd at investorrelations.com. There's somebody that will always get back to you quite quickly. Um, you know, my name is Adam Kaufman. You can reach out to uh, to us um, also by phone if you'd like. Um, and really. Come to our website, create an account, and you'll get updated information and content and be a part of our community for forever. And we will tell you when deals are live, but we'll also send you education content, webinars, things that we're reading that we find interesting. Once you create an account, you become a part of that community, and we build that investor community. So I highly recommend it if you're interested.
1: And Adam, spell Kaufman for us, will you?
0: Yes, it's K-A-U-S-M-A-N.
1: Very good. Thank you very much. So final words for our listeners here, Adam.
0: Crowdfunding is the future, in, 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 in our opinion, and how uh, commercial real estate is, is moving as an industry and sourcing capital as an industry. Know who you're doing business with and know the level of transparency that you're being offered before you enter into any crowdfunding deal. That is my recommendation.
1: Adam, thank you very much. We appreciate you spending some time today being so transparent and helpful, and we'd uh, like to offer our best wishes for the continued success of uh, Arbor Crowd as well as uh, the Arbor Realty Trust, ABR, which, again, I'm well aware of, and uh, it, it, um, it it gives all the signs of, of an excellent company as well. So thank you very much for joining us, and hope things continue to go well for you folks.
0: Charlie, thank you for having me.
1: Again, we've been talking with Adam Kaufman, co-founder and managing director of Arbor Crowd, part of the Arbor uh, Realty Companies family of companies. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio and OC Talk Radio. Please contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing.